Hello. Hello, everyone. It's December 29th. I'm back. I'm back back to where I once belonged. Get back, JoJo. Um, all right. I <laughs> am ready to see who's here on the other thing. But the other thing is not reported that anyone is here yet. So maybe they're not here yet. I got a feeling that Keys is going to be here. He's always here first. Let's see. Let's see what we find out. I've got to turn the volume down. Keys, pants, absent, as specified. Um, yeah, so uh, here we go. It's December 29th. This is the last show of the year. Just <laughs> just waiting for Grandma's wisdom. Well, Rachel, I've got a corker today. I found in the remaining... Yes, I'm in a real shelter. Uh, Dave, hello, and hello, Rich, and hello, Julie. I see Rich and Julie, and oh, it's Dave. It's really a good... It's a good day. Terrific Tuesday, as you say, Julie. Um, so, yes, the Grandma's letter today happens to be a Christmas card, uh, as you can see here in the photo. That's the or that's the star, and these are the wise men. Uh, spoiler alert! I've also picked that out as the Bible Bible story today. Oh, I just hit my top teeth with my bottom teeth. That's never a good feeling. Pick, yeah, Happy New Year's Eve, Eve, Eve. Um, Bob, yes, you're here. Brad, welcome aboard. And also Stephanie. <clears throat> Hopefully I'm awake today. I think I'm awake. Oh, my sister. Hello, Sue. Sue is on lockdown. Solo lockdown in Chicago. Freezing uh, up there. So uh, shout out to all of you who are freezing alone in some uh, snowbound terrible thing. Brad, I don't know if Lady Jerry will be here today. She said she was going to stop in because we wanted to say thanks to Rachel for the lovely uh, Christmas gifts that she sent. Um, it is a Christmas star or really just two planets conjoining. Well, Scott, uh, I don't think there's any real way to know uh, for sure about the star of Bethlehem, the little star of Bethlehem. Oh, excuse me. The fart machine is back on track. And Mr. Predicto has been in the penalty box since yesterday, but uh, we may ask him a question today, or we may not. So, uh, there's not going to be any more... Sh this is the final show of the year for me, uh, 2020. We've only got a couple days left. Um, so, But I'm taking some time off with uh, Lady Jerry and Little Jerry, and we're heading up to Mammoth California, not to ski, but just to hike and to play in the snow. And uh, maybe if there's a frozen lake, I'll <laughs> go swimming. <laughs> I haven't told anyone that idea, uh, except for you guys. So, uh, so we're heading up there tomorrow, bright uh, and early at the uh, <laughs> at Sparrow's Fart, as uh, Lady Jerry likes to call it, um, in the morning, very early. Um, dawn patrol on our way up to Mammoth tomorrow, and we will return Sunday evening, and I will be here for the show on Monday, Motivational Monday, first Motivational Monday of the year. We'll be back for that. Um, so, uh, that's good. Uh, Keith, hello to you in Florida. Uh, I should have I should have ran that thing over yesterday after it, it answered. Yeah, I was really upset with Mr. Predicto, although, you know, I do take personal responsibility for the problem with Mr. Predicto yesterday, you got to, as any good attorney will tell you, do not ask the question unless you know the answer. And I think we all knew the answer that we wanted. And Mr. Predicto is a randomized toy, not a uh, not a clairvoyant uh, genius who who can help us through troubled 
times, um, although it is fun to pretend. Isn't it fun to pretend? Mr. Predicto, is it fun to pretend? The answer cannot be found at this moment. Oh, Mr. Predicto, come on, that was such an easy one. That was, that was, a, that was fish in a barrel, Mr. Predicto. He's a little tired. It's been a it's been a tough year for all of us, Mr. Predicto included. Um, but uh, it is fun to pretend. Hello, Don. Uh, <laughs> Polar bear plunge. Yes, I'm thinking of that up in Mammoth. Uh, just to challenge myself. <laughs> Predicto is a mega butter dick. Darren, you could be right about that. Who was the author I mentioned yesterday? Um, I'm not positive what context we were on. I think it was the. Um, the three-body problem was it on the three-body problem? That uh, sci-fi book. You just have to look it up. I think it's and it's a Chinese author, and I think it's the American spelling is C I X U N or something like that. But if you just put in three-body problem, you'll be able to figure it out. And uh, there's three books. They're pretty giant, and uh, I really enjoy them. If you're up for some hard sci-fi and an epic journey. I highly recommend those, although, uh, caveat, I did listen to them as audiobook, and I, I can highly recommend that experience, but, you know, it's you're really setting out on a journey, because each book is like 20-something hours long, so, um, so that was it, but if you can think of, I'm not sure if that was the author we were talking about, Todd, or not, but uh, I do recommend uh, those, those books, I'm recommending those books right now. Um, yeah, I should have never taken Mr. Predicto out of the house, Scott. You're right. He doesn't deserve a trip to Torrance. <laughs> and who does, really? Nobody deserves a trip to Torrance. Um, we did have a fun time down there. Oh, it was something about creativity. Um, hmm. That, I, I may have to I may have to rewatch the show yesterday or, or dig in there and see again. Because, uh, uh, oh, 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 yes, I do remember, but I don't have that handy with me. Um, <clears throat> that's up in the up in the bedroom right now, but I will get back. Remind me of that on Monday, uh, Scott or Todd, and I'll and I'll I'll get that. Yeah, it was a book. It was a guy who had written some sci-fi and then also wrote this book on writing sci-fi, and it was a book on creativity. I know exactly what you're talking about right now, and it's up in my bedside nightstand table. Um, Joan, that is an excellent question. Blizzard in Minneapolis, Scott. I might, I, I might ski off the roof later. Oh well, that sounds like. Uh, well, be careful skiing off the roof. I mean, it it does obviously. It sounds like fun. I'm still in touch with my inner ten year old boy, and that sounds like a lot of fun. Joan, uh, back to your question: Should we start drinking? Uh, last show of the year, I. I can definitely say it's a good idea. I've got a workout scheduled for later today, so I'm not going to be uh, I'm not going to be boozing it up uh, right now. Um, <laughs> Phil, you started not shaving your gray whiskers too. Yeah, I'm going for it. I mean, the beard kind of goes gray first. I have to tell you, and uh, so. But who are we fooling? I'm not fooling anybody. Um, <laughs> Rich, start. You haven't stopped drinking. Well, good for you. You, you know, that saves you a lot of time. Two storms coming tom- tomorrow to Wisconsin, Brad. Oh, yeah. Hey, good luck. Good luck to you. I think I think we just ha- well, I know we just had a giant rainstorm here yesterday, as you witnessed. Uh, you know, the hilarious thing about that rain yesterday, it it was burying on 
it was it was just pounding down on the way down there, and then it let up while she was in practicing, and then it pounded down on the drive home. So I had two sort of scary drives. I hate to feel like an old guy, but when it's pouring down rain and you drive by that car and the splash comes up, and all at once you're just in a water pool, <laughs> can't see. <coughs> I find that a little alarming. I'm pretty sure that's not a COVID cough, because who have I who have I seen? Unless I got it from Lady Jerry. Uh, you missed the beginning. Did I talk about my shirt? I did not talk about my shirt. This is a, this is a, uh, my my kiwi uh, t-shirt that I got as a present from my in-laws in New Zealand. They sent this across the Pacific Ocean and uh, to my house. I'm wearing it without even washing it. That's the kind of cowboy macho guy. Just thought uh, I'm going to wear the Christmas presents right when I get them. So that's what I got here. Any New Year's resolution? Well. Um, uh, Dave, you're drinking good for you. Uh, although the, I guess the the Surgeon General or some government nutritional authority said we should be cutting down on booze and uh, sugar, but uh, that's for <laughs> that's for Monday. Uh, any New Year's resolutions, Rachel? I'm going to. I have a resolution this year to get on top of my website to renovate that. Uh, I'd also like to set up some kind of patreon or something like that as i was mentioning yesterday to be able to not monetize i still want to do this for free but i'd like to find a way to kind of give access to maybe some of my old videos or something on a on a separate page or some just something i mean <clears throat> and uh, and also figure out a way to do some some digital something or other because uh because who knows when we're going to get to be together? Who knows? The Jake Fest is barely out of its uh, barely barely out of its conceptual stage, and uh, it's already been uh, it's already been postponed. Um, Thirty four degrees there. Uh, uh, kayak weather tomorrow, like m- minus hundred. Thursday even better. Kayaking weather Friday. Oh, Ohio. Yeah, Dave, that's a rough one. Well, today's today's Bible story. Oh, but let's hold off on the Bible story. Because Lady Jerry is just coming in for a little uh, for a little hello, uh, Darren. You just purchased some whiskey from Few from a distillery nearby Evanston. Well, good for you. Um, all right, come on in, Lady Jerry, and uh, let's uh, let's do let's. You you were very anxious to say thank you yeah. to, to Rachel. I w- yeah. Hello, everybody. Happy Sorry, holidays. did I steal your thunder? Let me turn this no. light down. It's I know what the hell is that? I look like I'm a beach blondie surfer chick. Um, hey everyone, how you doing? Uh, I just wanted to really thank you, Rachel, for I mean, the thoughtfulness. Um, she gave me some really sweet little earrings that say I'd rather be surfing, so that's super cute. And then a Bill Nye, the science guy, book on how to save the planet so that I can interview him on my TV show. So super thoughtful, so nice. Um, and uh, I'm, as always, really touched and wanted to say thanks. And hello to everybody because I miss you. I'm out supervising bunny hutch cleaning right now. Brenda's yelling things out at me like, "Get me a hammer!" You want to spark the fart machine there for a second? Right oh here. yeah, yeah, and sure. Then, if and you then, could do me a favor, if if you could get the book off my nightstand, it's got the picture of the fish on it. The the or the it's like a whale. It's right on my nightstand. You'll see it because I Todd's asking about it. I mentioned it yesterday. Oh, go upstairs could, and get that for you. If you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could. And then, do you want to get the picture that um, Rachel sent to you? Um, yeah, where is that? Well, I don't know where you get. I oh, don't know it's where oh, you it's a, oh, 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 and then you said you had a right very here. sweet charm bracelet. This is the picture that Rachel uh, gave me. Okay. Jazz Fest May seven to eleven. 
uh, New Orleans. Uh, it's really great. Uh, I, it doesn't have the year of this uh, of this poster, but it's really terrific. I, I love it. Thank you so much. Does it say on the back? Um, no, it says complies to California's ATCH nine some blah blah. Thank God those yeah. rules. So just just tell me, it's got a it's got a fish on it. What's the book? It's I'll a book about it, imagination and writing, and it's okay. by a guy named Jeff. There, there's not. It's it's face up, and it's right on the edge of the nightstand. Um, Got it. Thank Got you. It. Muchos gracias, as they say. De in, nada. De nada. Yeah, <laughs> south of the border. All right. Gosh, that was that was uh, so great. Okay. You're supposed to send gifts, Todd. No, or Tom. No, you are not required to send any gifts. Although. Uh, <laughs> Some people do. Uh, all right, uh, no gifts or ne- no no es necesito, as they also <coughs> as they also say in uh, Mexico. So today's uh, story from the children's Bible is uh, the three wise men, and uh, I have to say, I, my neighbor was talking about the three wise men and the three shepherds and kind of the differences and and whatnot. And so news of the birth of Jesus spread far and wide. A group of wise men traveled from the east to Jerusalem. So from the east, the mysterious east, the three wise men. And uh, when they arrived, they asked everyone, Where, where's the child? Where, where's the one who's been uh, born the king of the Jews? We, we have to see his, we've seen the star, and we've come to worship him. Where, where is he? <laughs> so that's the kind of stuff where uh, you assume that the star that you saw is an obvious signal to everybody. So you just show up in town, they're like, Hey, hey, uh, where, where's the child? Where, where's, the one, where's the one that's been born the king of the Jews? Uh, we... <laughs> I feel like that's a good... You don't want to walk into just any old bar and start uh, asking those kind of questions. Now, Herod was king of Judea, and stories soon reached his ears of the coming of the Messiah, a child born to rule, Mm, deeply troubled and determined to put to death any rival. He summoned together all of the priests and lawyers of the Jewish people. Well, it's funny, priests and lawyers that he's summoning. <laughs> call the call the doctor, don't call the lawyer, as uh, Bojack used to say. Um, <laughs> but he's calling the priests and the lawyers of the Jewish people, and he asked them, "In what city the child was to be born?" To be born, and they answered him. Can you believe this? <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> priests, and I I I had expect the priest to give an honest answer, but the lawyers. Come on, you take the fifth in a situation like this. But in Bethlehem, they told him. Okay, then privately, Herod sent for the wise men, and pretending to be religious as they, questioned them closely about the star, uh, when they had seen it, what time it had appeared, had it appeared. And, uh, and he says, uh, go to Bethlehem, uh, make a thorough search for the child, and when you found him, come tell me. For I, too, wish to go and worship him. Herod, such a liar. He, he could have... T- well, let me tell you something. These uh, Jewish priests and lawyers could have learned a little something from Herod when they said Bethlehem. Why, why, didn't, they, why didn't they say Nazareth? You know? Then they're one step behind Jesus. That's how... When we make the action movie of this, that's what the priests and lawyers are going to say. So, the wise men left Jerusalem and took the road for Bethlehem. Of course, because they knew where they were going. I don't know why they stopped off to visit Herod first. Well, I guess they're right. They had to know where he... Oh, right. I forgot. 
geez, I just started the story and I'm already off track. The star guided them all the way. Well, they're following the star. What do they need to ask anybody for? All the way until they drew near the walls of the little town, Bethlehem. Oh, little town of Bethlehem. And it shone even brighter and stopped quite still over the place where Jesus was. Now, I don't know about a star like that. Is this? Are they looking straight up overhead? Because it's hard when it, to tell when it's straight overhead. Or did the star come right down low? In which case, uh, that's more ball lightning, I would guess. I've watched too many X-Files. Uh, as they enter the house, they saw Mary and her small child, and falling to their knees, they worshipped him. Right off the bat. They don't even ask any questions then. Is that Jesus? No. They knew. They knew. Bang on. Then they opened the heavy boxes they had carried with them and spread out on the floor the magnificent gifts they had brought. They gave the baby Jesus gifts of, and you know this, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Gold, of course, we understand. Frankincense and myrrh, a little bit confusing, but uh, we have to trust these guys, and times change. Uh, (laughs) Prada, Prada, Louis Vuitton, they wouldn't have had that back then. Then, Rolex, then having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, <laughs> I don't know who's who's uh, blasting that dream to him, but uh, they could have said, the, they they could have been told, don't, don't go ask Herod to begin with, and Jesus is in Bethlehem, but sometimes these dreams are not as timely as you as you want them to be, but they, they got warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, and they went back to their own countries uh, by another route. It's not even disclosed in the children's Bible, the route that they took back to their own countries. And fair enough. <laughs> it's never too late to track down those wise men. So, uh, that's our Bible story for today. Um, uh, where to send Phil. Uh, <laughs> I've got a P.O. box, <coughs> and... Uh, that's how that's how that happens. It's too bad Jen's not here. <laughs> she, uh, you're losing light, and you're going to go for a run. by everybody. Okay, keys. I get it. Uh, it's a little bit tough when uh, <laughs> it's a little bit tough when the show gets into your running time. I get that. Did Joseph ever wonder why three guys gave expensive gifts to his virgin wife? Well, Rich, I <laughs> jo- Joseph's already got a lot of puzzling questions. Uh, but uh, anyway. Happy, yes, happy happy New Year to you, Keys and Uma. All right, just came in from outside, snowing in Illinois. Darren, well, uh, we I think we knew that already. Uh, have I been to Israel, Jake? Uh, have, have I been to Israel? Pick, you're asking. No, I haven't been to Israel, and I would really like to go. I'd like to visit um, the Holy Land and also um, some of those. I'd like to see, uh, I'd like... I'd like to see the lost city, or the, it's not a lost city, but I'd like to see the ancient city of Petra in Jordan. That's another place that I'd like to go while I'm in the neighborhood. Um, Stephanie, yes, I wish you happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, you're um, 31 on the 31st. 31, it's a great age, and I've said this in my act, but, you know, you feel... you. I, I know every time you have one of those birthdays where you're in, you're into the 30s now, or you get into the 40s, or you get into the 50s. I've done all of those, um, and now I've just started my 60s. Ugh, you feel old, but uh, you're not old. Trust me. You, you <laughs> happy 31st. That's that's a you're in a great time of your life, and uh, luckily I I am in a position because I'm not clairvoyant, but I know a little bit more than Mr. Predicto to say that you and all of us have got a better year coming next year than we had this year. So happy birthday. Um, 
Uh, all right, here we go. So today's letter from Grandma is a Christmas card wishing you all the joys that Christmas and New Year can bring. Oh, it's a combo. This is a combo card. So I'm wishing you all the joys that Christmas and New Year can bring. Hope you and Rita and friends can have a Christmas dinner together. Uh, Rita's my cousin who helped me get started in San Francisco and uh, lived just a couple doors down. I will be glad when Sue comes home and goes to Madison again. Seems like there is so much... Uh, unrest everywhere. Hmm. We don't know what year this is because, uh, oh, it's 1983. So this is, I'd be 23 this year. Um, so much unrest there. Grandma and Grandpa, uh, Jay, my other grandparents, my dad's parents, are taking meals on wheels. <laughs> I don't know if that means they're receiving them or they're delivering them because if they're delivering them, they're a bit up there uh, for driving around, but they, that's like them. Uh, I love you and Sue. Love Grandma Plug. And then there's a little P.S. Uh, uh, living branches class baked bread last week. Living. That I think that's the name of a person. Living branches class. So living branch is it is the name of someone. Wow, that is quite a name. Baked bread last week and brought us a loaf and then. We were to play them something, pay them something for it. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> wow. Uh, so this is from Aunt Charlotte. She's also included this in here. And this is, uh, these were written December uh, 19th of 1983. This FY, FYIZ. Uh, are you, are you busy with some of the holiday parties? So she must be asking me if I've got any holiday party gigs. And, uh, Sadly, um, well, how could she be asking that? I could, no, I wouldn't have had a holiday. My, my, maybe 1983. Um, church music program was nice, December 18th. The Christmas program is December 23rd. We didn't have church, November 29th. And uh, December 11th, ice sheet and snowstorms. Ice sleet and snowstorms. Oh, boy. Um Wait, I can't tell if that's Grandma, or maybe that's the beginning of Grandma's letter. <laughs> it's a little bit confusing. That might have been the beginning of Grandma's letter. All right, now here's Charlotte. Whoops. Um, sorry, this is a bit, uh, this is it's a tough, it's a t it's a, I'm really bungling the letter from Grandma at the end of the year. Uh, she says, hi, uh, Merry Christmas from me too. How are you coming with your work and gigs? <laughs> In question marks. How's the new apartment? Did you conquer the cockroaches? Oh, my God. Uh, we moved to this apartment in the Mission District in San Francisco, and it was insane with cockroaches. Like, they were everywhere. I got the roach motels. I learned all about the life cycle of roaches. And uh, the problem was no one else in the building was spraying for roaches. And so we started spraying, which would keep them out. But they would just go to the neighbor's apartment. And then a week after the roach spray... Uh, uh, expired, they would come back. And so you just had to be after these roaches all the time. Um, <clears throat> once they had them in an apartment building where I lived, but the manager called Orkin, and they sprayed the apartment every month, and that got rid of them. Well, over time, I have to say, the monthly spraying did help. But we were constantly battling the neighbors who would not let the sprayers into their apartment because they were worried about it. 
and they didn't want they'd rather have the roaches than the than the sprayers in their apartment um we've been having cold weather 18 degrees last night three degrees today these are in fahrenheit but it's supposed to warm up on the 18th on wednesday did you ever receive the birthday card i mailed to you last july (laughs) with a ten dollar bill in it oh this is what happens when you're a nephew or a grandson you forget to say thank you for the birthday card and the ten dollars and uh now it's quite late but i'm sure that i i'd scotch tape the sides because i thought thought it was because it was a fold over card how are things going with you love charlotte so i guess i guess it had, she had a card with the address on it that she just folded over put the check inside and then scotch taped around the edges so that's why she's asking if i got it and of course i can't remember if i got it i'm assuming that i got it and i just failed to thank her uh <clears throat> that is uh i dropped the ball that was in 1983 no sense no sense crying over spilled milk as they say or botched thank yous for birthday gifts um so what have i got here for the end of today's show oh uh i don't know this is a different oh i see we do have a seize the day four here that we haven't gotten into thank goodness rachel i was just realizing seize the day three we're getting down to it we're going to be on to seize the day four and i have to say we're probably going to be starting some new um we're going to have to restart the letters from grandma because i'm going to be out of those in a in a month or so um all right, so I've got today's seize the day. Oh wait, Jen! Oh, there you are. You're going to decide. You were going to nap, and then you decided to knit, and you lost track of time. Oh, that thing happens. That thing happens. Um, yeah, there's a few nappers today. When you lived in Boston on the edge of some woods, Rachel was saying the bugs and mice frequently came in. Oh, the exterminator knew you by name. Yeah, we never. We always got a, kind of the rotating exterminator. They never really knew us by name. Flavius hand. I hate roaches. I'd have to move. Yeah, oh, it was so awful. They never I never had them in my mouth or anything, but that was always my kind of fear that I would go to sleep and wake up with a roach in my mouth or on my eye. Uh so those are the two those are the two areas you don't want a roach, mouth and eye. Um <clears throat> last time you had roaches in your apartment, you had to put everything in the fridge. Yeah, that's what we had to do. Everything had to be in the fridge all the time or it had to be in zipped ziploc steel sealed bags uh or the or they or the did there be roaches in it um bill yeah the only good roach is on a clip little pot joke little pot joke happy new year to you <laughs> can you start start writing uh your letters to read yeah you could do that todd and i've got this book it's uh it's called wonder book wonder book and it's by jeff Vandermeer, uh, that you were asking about the book I mentioned yesterday. Jeff Vandermeer, V-A-N-D-E-R-M-E-E-R, The Wonder Book. <laughs> it's also funny that you would ask. I was like, I'll have to watch yesterday's show. You know, you could have watched yesterday's show, but now you don't have to. It's uh, called Wonder Book, and it's uh, Jeff Vander- Vandermeer. Um, <clears throat> and it's and it's kind of a fun fun book. A lot of stuff about the knit zone. Yeah, you're knitting a cod piece. Oh my goodness, Jen! I, if you if you could if you could knit me a banana hammock, I promise to wear it to bed with Lady Jerry. Um, <laughs> years ago, when I bartended, Charlie saying at the Abbey Tavern, it was owned by a guy with the last name Roach. There was one 
uh, in someone's drink once, my fellow bartender told the customer that one was on Roach. Hmm. <laughs> I, I didn't know where that joke was going when I started reading it. Uh, all right. All right, so let's get on uh, to today, the end of today's show. Oh, knitting is stressful for you because you're so bad at it, Pick. Well, um, I think... I think a good thing about knitting, I've, I've seen Lady Jerry do some knitting. She knitted this giant maroon thing with this really thick wool. It was like a, a scarf that was this wide, and she knitted it all together, and then she unraveled it and knitted it into something else. So just because you knit it together doesn't mean you can't knit something else together. Has it, did anyone make the Jen's hot balls recipe? Uh, Jen, I don't know, but uh, I'm, <clears throat> I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm on that. I'm on that. I did a lot of cooking the other day, so it's going to be 2021 before I make the Jen's Hot Balls recipe. <laughs> but uh, if I do, I'm going to make them here. I'm going to eat them here on the show. That's that's for shizzy. Is it for shizzy or fuss shizzy? Uh, I think either one is acceptable, or acceptably, as they say in Mexico. All right. Um, today's Seize the Day is from Brene Brown, and I'll remind you all that uh, this is the last show of 2020. I will be back here on Monday, uh, January, whatever that is. I think it's the 4th, um, with uh, hopefully Lady Jerry, and then we'll be weekdays at 3 o'clock onward from there, um, trying to get a little bit more of a framework to some of the later shows and the later of the week, the Thursday and Friday show. Uh, the Happy Hour Friday, I think, is great, but we may need to uh, figure something out for Thursday and then an additional thing for when, uh, Wednesday, hump day, besides humping. All right. <laughs> Who needs anything besides humping? I know what you're thinking. Uh, Brene Brown. That's today's Seize the Day, and I have to say, I do uh, I do enjoy uh, Brene Brown. <clears throat> I want to be in the arena. I want to be brave with my life. And when we make the choice to dare greatly, we sign up to get our asses kicked. Brenay, we can choose courage or we can choose comfort, but we can't have both, not at the same time. Well, I definitely, uh, I definitely uh, agree with uh, the general idea of what Brenay is saying here, that. Uh, that you do need to be courageous in your in your courageous in your life, and uh, I want to be brave in my life too. And I will say, just like with swimming in the ocean, the biggest when it's cold, the getting into the cold water, the hardest part about it is deciding you're going to do it. The actual getting in the ocean when it's really cold, staying in there for ten minutes, that's twice twice as easy as deciding in your mind, maybe 10 times easier, uh, 10 times easier than deciding in your mind to do it. The hardest part is to decide you're going to do it. Um, so, uh, thank you all. <laughs> Sue, your knitting improved greatly when you decided to make dirty words out of the knitting. Uh, I don't know how you do that, but, uh, I'm looking forward to taking your seminar and I am going to say, as, as you are saying here, David, you're saying thanks for all the 2020 entertainment. I uh, see you in 2021. I want to say thank you also. Have a happy and safe New Year, Phil. Thank you. And I uh, wish that to everyone here as well. Um, in the 90s, Jake hosted New Year's Eve at Cobbs and the Conner Cannery Show, and you had a great time, but the crowd was a bit out of control near midnight. Yeah, well, they always are. They always are, Ed. Yeah, I'll tell you, uh, this is a little pro tip if you're ever uh, doing a New Year's Eve show. Do not pass out the noisemakers and the champagne 
until right before they're supposed to be drunk or blown because people cannot resist making uh, noise with the noisemakers. They just can't do it. They don't have self-control. It can't happen. Pick, we're going to rock in 2021. Yes, we will. Jake, this, for sure. Um, Love you guys. Uh, You've been as important to me as I hope I've been to you. I wish you all a very happy new year. I want you to have fun. I want you to stay safe. I want you to take care of yourselves first and then assist those around you. (laughs) Uh, Just like on the airplane with the masks. All right, everybody. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. We got a whole year coming up just for us. Just for us. All right. See you all on Monday. Have a great New Year's Eve. Have a great weekend. Love to love you, babies. Mm-hmm.